You are listening to Legion of Substitute Podcasters, episode 272. Happy Festivus. Welcome to episode 272 of Legion of Substitute Podcasters. You know, if this were actually the Legion of Superheroes comic, this would be the issue that had the middle section with Dial H for Hero. <laughs> True. <It was> the, <laughs> the, origi- the, the revised origin of Block when he uh, joins the Legion. Uh, ah. So it was a Ditko issue, uh, but it had in that middle section, it had the uh, Dial H uh, preview. So mm. anyway, anyway so I am Paul French, and today I am clearly nostalgia lad. <laughs> Tangent boy. Oh, <laughs> oh shocking! <laughs> that's like the first time that's ever happened. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and uh, and and as the holidays are just about to begin, Tommy, Wimey, we, we, you know, um, I will be uh, curling up with some showcases. And I think perhaps the Dial H has now moved to the top of said list. Uh, so yes, that uh, that is that is me. There's a Dial H showcase. Oh yes, it's the yes. Robbie Reed stuff. Yeah. Oh wow. It's it's a thin one. Like it's just the stuff that was because yeah. The, the, it's, it's the Robbie Reed stuff. Not yeah, the, it's the Robbie. The Re- yeah, exactly. It's Robbie Reed from um, House of Mystery. Mm-hmm. Not and, Chris King and Vicky Grant, was it? That's right, that's right. Which ran in Adventure Comics and then ran as a backup in Superboy. Right on. Yeah. <laughs> Over to you, Darren. Oh, you're done? Okay. Well, it? I am. Yeah, we're, we're having holidays. I, I'm going to be um, eggnog boy because I will be enjoying some nog. Less the egg, but, you know, it's eggnog season, so why not? <laughs> <laughs> why not? Just enjoying Say my... Say that in your Paul Lynn voice. Because <sighs> it's fruity. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be enjoying my week off of uh, school and work because, you know, all those special bank holidays that the bankers get the rest and the other government workers get the rest of the week. We, we save them up for winter break because no one's on campus. So we, nice. we take a whole week this this week and I am going to enjoy my week off. Yes. Thank you. Oh yeah. So yeah. Good times, my friends. Good times. Cheers. <laughs> Unless of course there's a snow apocalypse and you can't, you know, go out of the house without getting your shoes wet. Which I oh. am completely fine with when this Just week the is souls over. of them. <laughs> no, no, I, I plan on spending this week. He has diamonds yeah. on the soles of his shoes. I will be oh. video gaming. I will be video gaming this week. Well I will played. be doing very well played, little Mr. of anything Kramer. else. <laughs> I am Matt Kramer, and this week, oh, appropriate enough, I am Festivus Lad. Got it. Break the aluminum pole out of the crawl space, throw some meatloaf in the oven, and Ooh. air the grievances. There you go. Nice, yes. <sighs> because this episode is actually coming out of the rest of us. It's true, it is. We gotta get the Scott yes, first bagels before, we, no. start, before oh, yeah. we start airing our grievances. We it's gotta true. get Scotty. That's true. <laughs> That's all I do is air grievances. I don't need a special day. I don't need permission. <laughs> right. 
Scott does it all year round. He keeps the spirit alive. I'm a one-man festivist party. All right. <laughs> I am Scott Coles, and tonight I am predicting that I'm probably not yet done my Christmas shopping, lad. <laughs> wibbly wobbly. Dude, wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. I'm pretty sure I will not have done the things that I am supposed to have done by now yet. Already, yes. Yet. Already. <laughs> Already yet. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, oh my. Time travel. Uh, I need a beer. Sweet. Yeah, you do. All right. So <clears throat> it is, of course, Festivus, but it's coming up on Christmas. And so, as everybody knows, for our Christmas episodes, we like to keep it. Yeah, it's, this is our kind of uh, talking about what we do. True. It's our it's our time of talking about traditions. It's our time of, of, I mean, it's been different every time. You know, we've talked. We did our episode back when we uh, talked about Christmas specials and that sort of thing. But today we're going to do something a bit different. We need to talk our basic Christmas stuff, and then we're going to uh, air our grievances, air the grievances, <laughs> break out the aluminum pole, um, <laughs> throw the meatloaf in the oven. <laughs> <laughs> And I understand none of these references, by the way. You will. You will. Oh, good. Yes. yes. Um, so, because uh, what we're going to do is we're going to actually do a commentary on the uh, season eight, episode 10 of Seinfeld, which, or season nine, sorry, episode 10. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what you would have been watching. Um, <laughs> which the, is the same show. No, no. No. Which is the episode called The Strike. And uh, so this is, of course, where we learn about the Human Fund, um, Kramer working for a bagel company, um, and a kid, a kid in the hall being uh, being on the show as well. And but most importantly, celebrating Festivus with the Costanzas. So we're going to get to that in a few minutes. But we're first going to just talk about what, what we're going to be up to over the holidays. And uh, and and certainly as you uh, as you hear this on Festivus. Air the grievances. And sometimes those grievances might just be saying, hey, this is what we're doing for the holidays. Because we love to share in that. So so I will start off. Um, uh, So we're we're keeping it very basic. We have have my family coming over, and uh, they've opted to stay in a hotel this year. Ooh. Nice. Which means no moving stuff around. Because... Our guest room is now Sarah's room, and uh, so uh, so they're coming over, and uh, they're going to come over Christmas Eve. We're going to do our Christmas Eve thing, and um, and Christmas Day will commence with the breakfasting. And this is this to, for for Jan's side of the family. Even more important than Christmas dinner is Christmas breakfast. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah, her, our... so her parents are going to come over as well, and we're all going to do up the big old breakfast. And yeah, that's that's and honestly, it's become a. Big are you deal are you going to have giant stacks of pancakes? I Flapjacks. hope. I hope we will have... Kramer. Yes, because I'm going to cut down difference. a couple of trees right before that. So yeah, uh, like you do. Yeah, like like I do. <laughs> You know, it's it's like uh, I call that Saturday, y'all. Yeah, you're a lumberjack. <laughs> All day, every day, bitch. So flapping them jacks. Yeah, yeah. I I, I like to uh, I like to eat um, scones. Um, scones. 
Uh, oh no, I have buttered scones for tea. Sorry, I was just trying to find my Jeez. way in the song. Yeah, no, there right. you go. Um, oh, Python reference. <sighs> nice. I anyway, getting a little dry. So and and then I'm 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 you know cooking the bird for dinner and. Um, and uh, is that a euphemism, cooking the bird? Cooking, hey, no. cooking the bird for dinner. Not with his parents around. You know what? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. You know what? You 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 guys just had Thanksgiving, and I I had to read about all of your uh, all of your turkey dinners and everything. And turkey dinner is my favorite meal of all. So uh, I was so jealous. Um, so uh, so I'm looking forward to preparing that. And uh, and yeah, it, we 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 tend to keep it fairly low key around here. Well, as low key as we can. Um, I think uh, I think Ella's going to be just as interested in Sarah's presence as she is in hers. I, Probably, I think, you know, it's funny because we were talking. That's about how it works. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We were talking about like what we were going to get for Sarah, and it's like so. So it's you know, it's all very practical stuff. You know, a couple of toys here and there, but but uh, but we were saying, you know, you know, Sarah Ella's going to be the most excited about that because she's going to help her unwrap them and. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. You know, I know how that hide, goes. hide them away. Uh, uh, <laughs> she's not playing with it right, Daddy. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. So uh so yeah, we're very excited about what the uh about the uh you know it's it's Sarah's first Christmas and and Ella is you know, she's kinda got sussed out what Christmas is now. You know, she figured it out. Last year was sort of the first year of her figuring it out, and now I think she's she's like, you know, when we went to see Santa, it wasn't it wasn't like uh you know any fear or anything. To her, it was negotiation time. Ah, she's like, listen, old man, here's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna give uh, it to me. Yeah. So my my girl's got it down to a fine art. She, uh, you know, she she managed to go exactly with what was in her letter from Santa because she's like, stay on message. And, uh, <laughs> Focus, Daddy. No tangents. <laughs> exactly. No nonsense. Gotta do that. Gotta do that elevator speech. I got thirty seconds with the old man. That's gotta get right. in. That's tell right. him what I want and get out. That's right, and so it's like getting uh, a photo up at Fan Expo. Totally, all yeah. And she's she's like, make with the clothes, make with the clothes. <laughs> first first prize clothes is, a set of, is a set of, of steak knives. Second prize, nah, you're fired. Yeah, so uh, she was all over it. So so yeah, so that'll that'll be our thing, and then uh, and then we we see the rest of the family sort of over Boxing Day and and subsequently and then it's a lot of doing nothing and the only thing that we've planned is that we're going to see the damn Hobbit movie that's it really on purpose yeah. why is the Hobbit movie damned I don't know but we're going to go because it shouldn't be three parts it doesn't need to be three parts <laughs> uh, well, we've been over this and over this there yes, is last, that. last year we turned into Hobbit cast for a good, a good period <laughs> uh, that's right we did <laughs> yeah mm. <laughs> Uh, I forgot all about it. Uh, anyway, yes, yes. Anyway, on to you, sir. Oh uh, well, for for the Xmas holidays, what are we doing? Well, this year's kind of different for us because, well, we have a family member who is going to go in for a hip replacement on the twenty third of December. Today, Festivus. Yeah, Festivus. Nice. So he's under he's <laughs> under anesthetic now, as you're listening to this, I guess. Wibbly and um, so clearly. Um, they've given him till, um, you should be able to check out the morning of the 25th, which of course 
um, this is the house that we all go to for Christmas. Mm. So clearly they can't host Christmas. So we put together another shindig earlier. So I'm getting my uh, my airing of the grievances out <laughs> early. <laughs> and then I will be doing something with my mom and my brother on the on the actual day, probably when he is in town after he's done trucking across America. Because uh-huh. he's got a he's got an Atlanta to California run that he runs with someone, so that truck is always going, and they just take turns sleeping. So, oh. um, yeah, good times, good times, eastbound and down, moving out and trucking. <laughs> okay, a long way so, to go and a short got time. a long way to go out and short time to get there. It's true. <laughs> um, watch out for Bandit. Watch out for Bandit. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> they are they are Bandit. Look out for right. Smokey. I know. That's right. Well, that's, that's both right. actually, both. Come on, so man. so they, they will oh, be rolling. See, see, I got in trouble for mixing up Bo and Luke Duke. <laughs> yeah, you did. Um, so, <laughs> to be fair, the, the the song you're referencing is from Cannonball Run, not Smoking the Bandit. I either, know, but. but it's but it's a better song, I think. So, <laughs> anyway, I, I could have gone with Kong. I wasn't going to say that, but awful, not just so, yeah. you know. So we're 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 gonna do. Uh, I know it's fairly too much about these things. <laughs> Seriously, you know about the important stuff, Scott. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Teacher children. So we'll do, well, we will do a uh, Christmas yeah. dinner at some point once he's in town. It'll be brief and fun, I'm sure, and that'll be. I will spend a day drinking eggnog and watching Christmas specials, which is my tradition. Because all uh, what I do. After uh, video gaming, I usually will run a whole bunch of movie marathons. So Star Wars is one day, and then I'll break Harry Potter into two days, and then I'll have a day of Saturday morning cartoons just because I can, Mm -hmm. and you know, and so on and so on as my mood will take me. So and a day of Lord of the Rings, huzzah! So. Excellent. So, so Hobbit cast will be so. coming up uh, <laughs> subsequently. Well, I don't know if I'll be able to make it to a theater. You know, there might be, you know, some rain or something. Yeah, might be below fifty. Yeah. So, yeah. have to see. Have to see. <laughs> and yeah. over to you, Maddie. Yeah. Well, are we, we making the Christmas? <laughs> no, not very much. No. Uh, we making the drive to Iowa. So that'll. Uh, yeah, that'll be long, and hang out at my mom's for about a week, and nice. hopefully not go too crazy. <laughs> sneak, sneak out of the house, see, see some movies. Got, of course, The Hobbit. Yeah. Got to see Anchorman 2. You when have to sneak that, out of the house open? to see movies? Is it, like, not allowed? Is your mom Amish? Well, in the theater. <laughs> oh, well, just, you said you had to sneak out of the house. I just thought okay. your, your mother forbade you to, to watch movies or something. Yes, she did. <laughs> she's, she's like she's like footloose, but only with movies. <laughs> Mammy Crane is a harsh mistress. <laughs> yes. yes now, now I'm picturing Matt and Sarah barreling down the road doing that whole standing on two cars thing. Yeah, that's that's the uh, that's the way we roll. It's just like that, yeah. <laughs> And another piece of the Kramer puzzle just clicked into place, folks. <laughs> yeah. Let's hear Jeez. it for the boy. Let's give the boy a hand. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So wait a second. When does it? When does Anchorman Two open? Uh, Is it at Christmas? December twentieth ish. So it already it opens whatever the Thursday is. It opens. It opened up a few days ago. A few days ago. Last Thursday. As, yes. Yes. Of course. 
<laughs> Keep your eyes on the chronometer. Yes. <laughs> hey, time's a place, man. <laughs> and I ain't been there in a while. Yeah. Till tomorrow. <laughs> what? I don't know what. Just go is. with it. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> there you go. And you, sir. Uh, it's pretty up in the air right now. I haven't heard a lot from uh, most of the family. Uh, generally, we do Christmas Eve with my mother's family. Mm -hmm. My mother is not with us anymore, mm -hmm. of course, but uh, we still try to uh, get together with that side. Nice. You know, once a year, at least, just to keep yeah. track who's alive and who's dead and whatnot. Uh, and then uh, sometimes on Christmas Day, they do a Christmas breakfast, much like you described, Paul. Yeah, yeah. But it's all—it's a—it's a more East Coast uh, oh. traditional meal. So you got your blood puddings, and you've got your yes. your fish fries and stuff like nice. that, and crab cakes and all that now, all that nonsense. Yeah. Fresh seal, <laughs> baked beans, baby seal, <laughs> freshly all that clubbed. stuff. <laughs> freshly clubbed. Uh, and then Christmas Day is generally spent at uh, the, the the Murphy compound. Uh, That's my, my wife's family. And uh, are they religious leaders of a cult? No, no, okay. no, no. Ah, they're newfies. You got to call it something. Ah, right? newfies. I get it. Yeah. How how will the squirrel be celebrating? <laughs> I, I would get imagine a nut. Squir boom, boom, squirrel boom. will be celebrating by stealing any and all candy left behind on the floor or, or on, on a table. <laughs> Uh, possibly well we, this is the thing we're very concerned about the the idea of a tree at the moment because, <laughs> because oh, um, trees. if we put up a tree we, he may not let us take it down again and uh, you know I'm around. already I'm already a hostage in my own home from this thing so <laughs> I really wouldn't like to uh, to encourage Some it any Stockholm syndrome going <laughs> on here you know, like, yeah, I, I wanted to have a reason to go outside, and if I start putting trees in here, well, then you know why bother? <laughs> so uh, he's got a Christmas sweater. They, the they tried has somewhere. a sweater. It, well, it's, it was an old Christmas sock. It has holes in it now for his leggings, and uh, I don't think he'll fit in it anymore, though, because he—he—I've started calling him Chubbers because oh. he's. Uh, He's plumping up nicely. He will be stew-worthy oh, very shortly, I think. And uh, my wife says he's fluffy, but I, I, you know, that's I think that's just what fat people say. So, <laughs> uh, he's poo-sized. Oh god! <laughs> but thus far, we have managed not to have any plans at all for Boxing Day. So nice. we're looking at day a day of sitting around in jammies, watching movies and whatnot. That's I'm thinking Planet of the Apes. Uh, marathon, but uh, that could change. Because the squirrel will be squirrel. like, "Fuck so that! I want yeah. something else." Oh, yeah, <laughs> Planet of the Apes. No, no squirrels in that. Screw you, hippie. I want to watch <laughs> a kill the remote and hide it. Planet <laughs> of the squirrel. I Screw you, I'll hippie. Find it because <laughs> that's how he rolls. He is wow. the worst hider ever. Oh my god! If he was in the wild, he would be dead. He would starve <laughs> well, to death because other squirrels would be. just. Well, they would fat his... now. He can't run. Oh, no, he's just terrible at hiding things. <laughs> like, he'll take something off a table in front of you, run up, you know, beside you on the couch, and put it under the pillow beside you on the couch, and that's good enough. <laughs> he's just like, yep, yeah, it's hidden now. They'll never find it. And 
I mean, I'm right here watching the squirrel do it. <laughs> I, I can see where he put it. It's it's actually still sticking out. It's like when you have one of those kids and you play hide and seek with them, and they hide in the, like the stupidest place, like under something that's got way too much space for them, so you can see them, their legs sticking out or something. That's how and my just, kid still plays it. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah so yeah. I still play it. You don't see it. You know, it's this whole thing. You're just like, Matt, oh. that's because you're ten feet tall. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. So uh, I, don't, no, I don't know. It's, it's I just a, it's stand a, behind a tree. But anyway, well, you know, I will arm wrestle the squirrel, and hopefully, we'll get to watch Planet of the Apes. I, I don't know. It's uh, it's a wow. mess. It really live, is. Live uh, in hope, sir. Live in hope. <laughs> that's Kimber, that's all I have left. Is hope. <laughs> <Just take laughs> it uh, he oh. gets to spoon with his wife more than I do. So I'm not really sure. <laughs> it's a. It's it's a. It's a complicated situation. That's my Facebook status now. Is it's complicated because of the squirrel. So, yeah, that's 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 me, I guess. <laughs> you know, at least twice in there. Remember that time when my head exploded when we were doing the uh, road the road trip show? <laughs> yeah, that was funny. at least twice in that little story that happened. Oh God! Well, good. I'm glad to see I've still oh, got game. Oh my goodness! Wow. <laughs> All right, you so, broke Paul. If yes, that is yes. Thing of grievances enough for you? I don't know. I, I don't know what else. Oh I no, we're going to air the grievances starting with Paul now. <laughs> oh, it's a whole separate deal, huh? Yeah. I'm sorry. I think we, we just I, talked I, about our tradition. Now you have to air your grievances, Paul. I, th- Come on. I, think, I think Scott wins on the airing. Of yeah. <laughs> So I'm we not even. Say, done, we have to save her. Going. Scott wins. We have to save festivals. our energy for the feats of strength. Yeah. Yes, uh, yes. <laughs> you don't have any airing of the grievances. Oh, I have. Come on. There's my be grievances some kind are of grievance. frequently aired. I don't have any more to air. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think grievances-wise, I, I just, yeah, it's. Um, I, I don't have many, <laughs> you know. I mean, I could I could say stuff about work, but I don't like to talk about work because that's work. Yeah, and exactly. and to me, I'm not going to talk about it unless I'm getting paid for it. And uh, last I checked, they aren't paying me to podcast, so <laughs> that'd be sweet. Um, it would You'd be sponsored by your company. It would be, but at this stage, perhaps I would um, like them to. Uh, I settle on a date for a sales conference so that I know when we're recording. Because not, like, yeah. <laughs> not like I've got children or ha- or a family or have to make plans or anything. No, take your time. <laughs> Nothing to rush for. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. See? Grievances aired. That's Yay. Good. Serious? Is that all it takes? That I, was it? What, oh, good. What have I got to be griev- grievous about? That's true. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. All is all is good. All is good. Okay. To you, sir. Oh, uh, my list of grievances is mighty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like that. That's all you have. I'm surprised in in a, in a year in which we have seen the Legion be canceled. Oh wow! And, I mean... and, and treated like the redheaded stepchild, it is not. With like different art teams on each page. Bad coloring. <laughs> oh, all the way through. Okay. So right, you got me. You I'm on board. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> Did you just sleep through those 16 issues or however many it was? Did you See, not? Darren, Darren's but, our official grievance collector as yeah, far as those Again, again um, 
I, clearly, I've been celebrating Festivus all year round because I've never made a secret about I know. my disdain for the, certainly for the coloring in the Legion series, for the, uh, the the yawniness of it, for the yeah, yeah, um, for the uh, especially for the ones in which the art was seriously substandard. No, I know yes. I've been I've been playing the Festivus game all year round. So perhaps I, I, I as I said. Grievances all aired because I, I, kept, I kept nothing uh, nothing shy of that. Um, yeah, no, it has not been a good year for the Legion. No, they have no, some grievances not. to air. I, I think uh, I think Sunboy in particular has some grievances. To Sunboy air. could air some grievances if he could talk. He's like, yes. "Well, you got to hate on her brother." Because hmm? right now I'm poop. So yeah. there you go. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah. Uh, no, yeah. not good. And and and, and to not uh, to not let Phantom Girl redeem herself, I thought was unforgivable. And uh, I totally agree with you, sir, on mm. every syllable you just said. Because yeah. here's here's my main grievance about that whole thing. Giffen's plan apparently was let's kill them all, and that just seems like his plan for everything. Related to the Legion, not just Karate Kid, but like when when you come in and you have to redo something, let's just kill them. Well, I, I don't know about kill them all, but it was certainly let's kill a bunch of them. Um, yeah. I, I think his plan was kill four or five of them, and I think that's how it ended up as well. By the way, yeah, um, yeah. And, that's and, just, but that's really that's just going back to the roots, right? I mean, Legion was one of the first books where being killed mattered. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's absolutely. true. You know? Absolutely. And sometimes people got killed, which was, you know, unheard of at the time. Yeah, that's so, true. But usually it was in massively heroic ways, not oops. Well, not, <laughs> that that's a not, problem with execution. Not that's not got yeah, anything yeah. to do with the stylistic. So sometimes they actually got to stuff. die on panel. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Sometimes you actually got to yeah. see what happened or or whatnot. Yeah. But but it was interesting because it was one of those things where you looked at. <clears throat> The characters that Giffen clearly didn't like as much. Yeah. Right? So, so well, Karate Kid was already done, so what could he do there? Um, Bring him back. Yeah, but they didn't. Or so, did they? Huh? No, they didn't. I don't it think they did. I think, I think Jackie's broken again yeah. oh it's so sad which which is which which is oh, another good. problem but <laughs> thank that's you some... thank you yes it's like oh you know nobody liked what shooter did last time when they made her her evil hey let's make her let's make her evil um <clears throat> let's just uh, make her now un unstable it. isn't the same unstable. as evil no, that's mm -hmm. true that's true but brainy's psychotic yeah <laughs> So, 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 but here's the thing, because, you know, you look at the characters he didn't like, right? Sunboy was one, because look what he did with Sunboy in, in Five Year Later. Yeah. First, he made him a dick. Well, like, yeah. Like, unrepentantly so. Uh, you know, I mean, he was a bit of a dick in the Levitt's era, to be fair, but, but he was a, 
you know, it was like, ah, he's a jerk, but you know, he does the right thing. In in that, he was not only a jerk, but he didn't do the right thing. And, <laughs> yeah. um, and he so, chose his pleasures over the uh, problems. Exactly, so. exactly. And so he got so. So it was no surprise that he was the one that got killed off. And this is why, speaking again of that road trip episode, my prediction was was block and it didn't happen. But um, Starboy. Yeah. Mm. So look at look at what happened with Starboy in uh, in five year later. Nothing. Oh, oh, except he's just basically the uh, he's a football coach, Mootsfall coach, whatever yeah, it is, yeah, whatever. the baseball, whatever. Uh, Darren, doesn't, Darren doesn't watch the volleyball. And, um, I don't. I don't. I don't care. But <laughs> and he, and here's my point about that star star man in the JSA. Yes, was a really cool character. Yes, he was. Why would you just throw all that work away for a shock death? I'm going to argue that they threw it away before he even Yeah, it, even it died. had been thrown away long before that. I, 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 I think I think it had been thrown away from the second that uh, that Johns wasn't writing him. So, and yeah. and I'm a guy who yeah. I'm a guy who breaks Jeff Johns balls a lot. Yeah, you do. I, I do. I, I, I and and I I don't think I'm I'm out of line in doing so. Um, no, no, but, I didn't say that. I was just agreeing that you do. <laughs> true, very true, very true. Uh, but all all the same, I thought the way that he handled that character in JSA was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And 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 even when they when they started doing that integration with him and Robinson, where they where he started bringing where Johns was gone and now it was just Robinson handling him. I thought he was handled very well there. And then he was handed off back to the Legion and nothing. Yeah, nothing happened. Well, they took him back to the future and then they cured him of being loony, right? And that was the yeah. thing that had made him most interesting. Yeah. <laughs> but, not only, but, but not only did they cure him of being loony, then they, they basically shuffled him off, off, off stage for a good long time. Yeah, he was yeah, in yeah. the Professor X chair for yeah. 12 issues. That was and a sweet just, ride. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. it was. But once he starts moving up and about, it, there was just too much. I don't know if it was the fact that the page count was reduced significantly. Or Two pages. There, it Two it pages. felt like more. <laughs> yeah, it's the, the Legion book read really quickly, and not because you wanted to read yeah. a lot more of it. No, it, oh, they should it, have it cut abso- down on the splash pages. Yeah, it, yeah, it absolutely did. But but honestly, two pages. Come on, we've seen stories where they accomplished more in eight pages, mm-hmm. and then, then they then, do nowadays then, in twelve. Yeah, issues. come on. Yes. I mean, uh, so so you know that's that's a whole that's a whole other argument. Um, I agree. But, but but yeah, like like so so you know so so Starboy getting getting killed off. Who else? Who else was in that? Um... Well, Phantom Girl just disappearing with her tail between her legs, never to nothing, reappear. Nothing. Nothing. Pissed is... me off unbelievably. It was it was a ridiculous thing that happened in the first place, but then to not have her come back and redeem herself. In worse. some fashion, yeah. you know, have did, to be able to take Therok out because he was scared of her or something. She was never a character that would have left that way in the first place. No, I agree and, completely. And 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 that what made it even more, it just even more annoying was that it was like the person who showed me what a great character she was is the one that did this to her. Yeah, I <laughs> and I don't know why. I don't know why that was left kind of dangling right there. Yeah, I think he, he had he had probably more resolution, but just wasn't allowed to show it. Maybe, 
Maybe, you know, maybe. I don't know. It's. But I get if the, you're going I, to put the leader of the Legion in that position, you need to be able to show that she can come back from that, or else she wasn't worthy of the position of leader in the first place. Yeah. And nowhere just, in her publishing history has Phantom Girl been wishy-washy about her heroism. Exactly. Exactly. So Ever. So there we go. Uh, grievances suitably uh, aired? Yes. Uh, right. Under the feats of strength. <laughs> Scotty? I have to go wrestle a squirrel, apparently. Okay. That's my feat of strength. It, it's, it's actually becoming a feat of strength because the squirrel was pinned. Because he's well, he's fat, and it's it's tough now. It's, you actually have to use both hands. Oh, he's in and, a whole different uh, weight class. Yeah, he's, he's fighting about his weight. Yeah, yeah. He is going to use Cartman, the atomic elbow on you, Scott. Oh. He doesn't even have elbows. Well, I don't think he has elbows. If he does, I can't see them because his legs are too fluffy. Is he T-Rex and Fluffy. Not so far. We'll, we'll see. Okay. Exactly. All right. So, all right. So, um... <clears throat> really, unless we're going to make this grievance cast, I, I'm not even going to get started. It's just not, it's yeah. not a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I mean, I, I, I think, I think, uh, I, I, I won't speak for all of us, but I'll, I'll, I will say that I know my, subscription list is well way right, down well, right, oh, now it's, right now it's nothing <laughs> yeah it's nothing for me I'm, I'm, I've, I'm, got, I've got suicide squad still because i'm still liking that and, been cut in half. and i'll be honest uh, suicide squad I, I do have a bunch of them but i just haven't read it in ages and um well matt kin just started on it see that, that so that's cool that does yeah because the only two books i've got on my pull, pull list right now are um trillium and the wake and i think the wake is almost done ah i don't even know what either of those are (laughs) trillium is the jeff lemire's new series oh okay and the wake is scott snyder and i'm not gonna say because i'm gonna embarrass myself by saying it wrong Hmm? who who was the guy that did um (laughs) um joe the barbarian with morrison was that sean murphy Sean Murphy, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, it's it's, it's <laughs> Scott Snyder and Sean Murphy, and, uh, uh, and Sean Murphy, uh, a nice Irish lad. <laughs> uh, indeed, indeed. No, it's a great series. So, but but yeah, so it's two Vertigo books for me right now. That's it. Uh, the last <laughs> book I bought was the Archaea trade of the Thrilling Adventure Hour. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was very good. It was very yeah. good. So pick that up if you want to. Yeah, right now I'm it's just nice. on. A, I'm I'm on a, a you know a, a, clearly the two Vertigo books. I'm picking up some some independent stuff as I go, but uh, but yeah, I, I got I got I got a thousand showcases sitting on this shelf to read. Yeah, exactly. What what, what do I need to uh, to go? What do I need to be buying stuff that I'm not into? True, true. But no, no, you know it, it it's you're right. I'm gonna I'm gonna I can see. I know what's going to happen because now Scott's mentioned Matt, Matt Ken on Suicide Squad. I'm going to get all caught up on that, and I'm going to go, oh, i got to get this. But you know what I'll do? <laughs> I'll get it digitally. Yeah. I, I think, might as well. I think for, for a time until I have a chance to do a little bit of a culling of, of stuff, um, I, I, think, uh, I think I don't need to be hoarding paper for a little while. <laughs> True, true. Because God knows I have been. <laughs> <laughs> Got plenty of paper here, Chief. You're good. You're good. Seriously. 
no shortage. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so so the rest of you in the same kind of boat. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Maddie, you said I've, you turned, I've, you cut down in half. Yeah, yeah, just stuff that I didn't care about anymore. Well, I see. I'm down to all my Marvel books. books are gone. I've still got. I've got uh, the uh, Superior Foes of Spider-Man. Oh, the yeah. only Marvel book I've well, I've got. Uh, uh, New Avengers and <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy is on an issue by issue basis at this mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. I'm probably I'm actually buying f- more books for the kids than I am for me at this point. So yeah. we get like the Adventure Time books and the My Little mm-hmm. Pony books nice. and all that stuff. So the, o- oh, yeah, the Katie only Cook. Uh, yeah, Katie Cook. The only thing I'm going to be adding to my list in the n- near future is the uh, Loki Agent of Asgard nope. book. And maybe I I've got the first issue of the all new invaders ordered, but we'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. Cool, very cool. Yeah, I, I I and I mean to be fair, I've gone through this phase number of times in my collecting life, uh, where where I just quit for a while. Mm-hmm. And then you I need come a break. Back. Yeah, yeah, and it's and, you know it's like, you know I did it when I was twelve. I I quit for seven years. And uh, came back to it at 19, went until I was probably 27, and then and then quit for another another bunch of years until uh, we really uh, then I kind of quit until uh, CGS started up. So uh-huh. you know it's <laughs> damn yeah. you CGS. Well, I mean, damn and, and now in that gap there was some <laughs> some stuff I was still reading, but uh, but I was I, I was pick, you know certainly had no pull list to speak of. And uh, and I would say that my, you know, my expenditure on comics was was all of about, you know, sort of five bucks every two or three months. So um, certainly not going into the comic store and dropping a hundred bucks at a time. Yeah, seriously, which, you like know. no, believe me, in that store nobody knew my name. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No. Know, and, and, <laughs> yeah. No. It, totally. Totally. So so I mean I you know I've gone through this a few times and uh, and you know I'm always in all of those cases I was still very much into the stuff that I had and uh, and now like I say like I'm looking at a huge ass bookshelf of uh, full of showcases and and omnibuy and stuff like like I'm, I'm gonna reread Fourth World and and uh, Commandy. I'm gonna I'm gonna reread. Nice. I'm, you know I'm gonna read some Dial H for Hero. Like I said, I'm gonna read the Spectre. I got the Starman Omnibus staring me in the face to to start again. Like, uh, God knows if you know. It, and this is all stuff that I've read. Let alone the stuff that I've got that I haven't read. Where it's like I honestly think I could go. I could live the rest of my life without ever having to buy anything new and still always have new reading material. Uh huh. And that's not a bad thing at no. all. No, it's all right. It's all yeah, right. I've got showcases to read. Back issues are available out there. Yeah. You know, it's exactly. it's all good. Just because the new stuff's not thrilling us right now doesn't mean yeah. something won't come along at some point. And yeah, so. it, absolutely. It doesn't mean that at some point there'll be something that comes along and it's like, hey, this is actually pretty cool. And hey, I, I'm I'm just looking for an excuse to read stuff again. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. But it is nice to like take a break and get a palate cleanser, and you know, just yeah. give it a minute. Let it let it sit there for a while. You know, you know, you know. We always remember the stuff of a bygone era, 
as you know oh but at, at that point it was great because they could do no wrong because of course all we're remembering is the good stuff it's yeah. like it's you know and 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 so so all we're remembering is the stuff that was good and we're forgetting like ah oh, there was a lot of crap then too yeah, you know, and true. so, so, so that, uh, and uh, but, but then we, what we find is the, the stuff we've kept is that good stuff. So we look, mm-hmm. we look on our on our list, and it's like, man, I got a lot of good stuff to reread. And and so I think I think that sort of helps to to promote that. And at some point, something will come along to get us excited about some stuff again. And 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 again, we'll end up just getting the stuff that we like. And then we'll start getting some stuff that we don't like, and it'll keep going for a bit longer than we mm-hmm. really hope. True. You know, but anyway, so. Ah, grievances aired. Ah, uh, <laughs> don't you feel better? It's a beautiful yeah. thing. All right. Uh, so, as I said, on to the feats of strength. Let's uh, let's talk <laughs> the Festivus episode. Um, uh, this is this is great in, in, in one respect, just for getting... Uh, just wait, wait. Y'all have to wait until next year because, as Darren said, we want he wants to do uh, uh, a Christmas story for next year. Um, yeah. But we managed to arm wrestle him, uh, you know, much like Superboy Amonel a couple of episodes ago, uh, into watching a Seinfeld episode mm-hmm. all the way through. Yay! Which is, it's like magic. So so let's <laughs> let's do this. Let's. Um, Let's watch this episode, and uh, we'll uh, we'll crack wise as we watch it. So, all of you can you know you can either check out the DVD of it. It's probably on a rerun right now. Yeah, as we speak. Yeah, seriously. Um, if not, there are probably some nefarious means through which you can uh, obtain such an episode so that you can play along. But we'll we'll try and keep our uh, our yapping going on so that at least you've got something to listen to. Yeah. Just remember the episode. Um, so, of course, this is The Strike, episode 10, season 9 of Seinfeld. Again, I'll give you the synopsis. Everyone, oh, they, I forgot about this part. Everyone celebrates Festivus with the Costanzas. George invents the human fund. Kramer goes back to work at H&H Bagel, uh, ending a 12-year strike. Elaine gives a fake number to a suitor in a denim vest, huh. one of the kids in the hall. And Jerry dates a Two-Face. I like Harvey Dent? Two-Face. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Harvey Dent. Talk about Fright Night. Hey. Ah. Yes, they actually bring up Harvey Dent. So, all right. So, uh, so let's uh, let's start watching this in three, two. Wait, are we going on one or after one? <laughs> <laughs> on one. I don't one. want to be a second behind you guys. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be all slow like like Ultra Boy. I don't want to do that. <laughs> on one. Three. On one. Two. Yes. One. Oh, you said yes, and I thought that was one. Hold on, we gotta go back. What? Stop! I'm not ready yet. All right, stop. Rewind. Start over. Start over. Uh, okay, rewind. Uh, wow. Now on one, not on yes. I got a lot to talk okay, to you we're, people we're about. Okay, we're leaving Scott behind. <laughs> All right. That's my agreement. No, no Scott left behind. Right. On one. Ready? Three, on one. two, one. All right. So we got. All right, so we got uh, George at his holiday, or, or, or there's a happy Hanukkah party. Oh, right, they're at Tim Watley's place. Tim Watley, played by Brian Cranston of Breaking Bad. 
Oh, it is too. He's got hair. Yeah, look at him. Look at him. Yeah, free, free Malcolm in the middle. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, of course, He's he went on for the jokes. Seven seasons of Malcolm in the Middle, and uh, and then on to five seasons of Breaking Bad. Kind of a career-defining uh, role for him. Yeah, several. <laughs> uh, David Mandel, as mentioned in there, he was one of the executive producers of this season. Uh, he was also the guy who did the Clerks cartoon with Kevin Smith. Hmm. So oh, uh, it's Kevin McDonald. Yes, yep. yes. So so there you go, Kid in the Hall. In his little denim vest. He's so cute. And he was, of course, a member of the Kids in the Hall. Um, yes, in his denim vest. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> I like the big metal buttons. They're snaps. <laughs> yeah. So look how good the uh, the 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 girl that Jerry's talking to looks. If only it was going to stay that way. So yeah. So so of course this whole thing with Tim Watley being uh, being Jewish uh, stems back to an earlier episode, the yada yada yada. Uh, where he, where Jerry was offended at the uh, jokes that he was telling because uh, he was telling some Jewish jokes, and he's like, and they, they said, "Does this offend you as a Jew?" And he says, "No, it offends me as a comedian because he's not funny." So uh, George, George, and Jerry sitting here at the uh, at the coffee shop. <laughs> Where's your Christmas spirit? An eye for an eye. Yeah. yeah. November twentieth, nineteen ninety-seven, is when this uh, episode was uh, was produced. Yep, in nineteen ninety-seven is when we first celebrated the first Festivus. There you go. There you go. Or that's when they got together for the first uh, um, table read, anyway. Oh, oh, so Elaine stole the card from George's dad. Yes, Festivus. Here it begins. Exactly, exactly. So, because we hadn't heard of, yeah, it hadn't been pre- previously uh, mentioned. Okay, so, uh, of course, uh, uh, though this episode is called The Strike, everyone tends to re- refer to it as, uh, as Festivus because um, the guy who wrote the episode, one of the guys who co wrote the episode, his family actually did the Festivus thing. Mm hmm. And there is a book from Penguin Books. Hey, sister company. Um, I'll, see, I'll see if I can get a hold of it. <laughs> um, anyway, so so the whole Festivus thing, of course, will, will come up a lot through the episode. And it's funny because, as they say, it wasn't the main focus of it, but it's all everyone remembers of it. Mm-hmm. You know, as I mentioned, I'd forgotten about the Two-Face thing. Um. So, um, okay, so, sorry, I, I, I've got a whole lot of stuff going on with the, with the extra stuff from the, uh, from the DVD that's explaining uh, the history of Betamax and VHS. <laughs> which is nice, but it doesn't help us figure out what the hell's yeah, going on. Yeah, exactly, exactly. True, true. That's what's showing up for me in subtitles. Um, uh-huh. okay. Cameron's so, got his phone over at Jerry's house now. Well, he always does. He always oh, does. Okay. You know, and that's that's kind of his thing. Uh, uh, they mentioned Dolly, the first co- clone sheep, born in 1996. Harry Blackstone Jr. They mention uh, showed up on Johnny Carson, D. Martin show, all, all kinds of places. They've been on strike for 12 years. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like a yeah. great union. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, what what do you expect from a uh, from a bagel shop? Yeah. Mm. Um, so yeah, so Kramer gets called to tell him that the uh, that the strike has ended, and he's going back to work. Uh, the H and H Bagels is actually a real bagel shop that was founded in 1972 in New York City. They ship bagels worldwide, and uh, and the Seinfeld production office actually had a standing order to get bagels sent to them. Mm. So so there you go. Um, so so this was was this the last season? It was close, wasn't it? Was it nine? Was it just nine seasons? Yeah, this yeah. was the last season. Okay, so this was the last season. Okay, this was post post Larry David. Right, 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 right. Okay, so, oh, right, because David. That's why David Mandel was there. Right, mm-hmm. and um, so, I gotta say, Julia Louis Dreyfus looking good. Oh, she's cute. Yeah, seriously. I mean, I hate her character in the show. She's <laughs> well, you're supposed a fucking to. terrible human you're being. You're supposed to. They're all terrible human beings. Well, yeah, that's true. But, I mean, she, I don't know, she makes it seem more terrible. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So, um, so checking out the bagels. Um, now they're going into a whole bit about, you know, the history of bagels. Seriously. Uh, okay, so we see the off-track betting store, and that is, of course, the um, number that Elaine gave the guy. The guy in the background there, uh, the guy that Elaine's talking to, is Tracy Letts. Um, he's got a he's a playwright who's got a movie coming out, uh, uh, Osage, August Osage County. Yeah, it's actually quite good, based on a play that he wrote. Uh, he's a funny dude. So now she's giving him Kramer's number. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Basically, the the dude behind is kind of creepy. <laughs> Yeah, kind of, man. Yeah. Uh, his name's Colin Malone. Um, and he interviews porn stars about his work on his show <laughs> called The Creepy Guy. Uh, he was also in a 2001 episode what? of Buffy the Vampire Slayer as a creepy guy. <laughs> what's what's Jerry's problem with this girl? Uh-oh. She's a two-face. I don't get it. She looks different in different lighting. All right. All right, so um, this is actually going to be the last episode that uh, Brian Cranston was in. Oh. Well, so he's never, never going to get the chance to go, Jerry, let's cook. <laughs> exactly. There was only like a dozen episodes left, right? So, um, yeah, there, so, so he talks about, trying, about how the homeless people refuse the bagels. This happened again in another episode where the um, <laughs> the muffins, the muffins, exactly the muffin tops, where the homeless people said no. Um, the metal pole was invested, invented purely for this episode, but the um, most of the rest of the the festivist traditions hold true. The traditional festival meal consists of turkey. Um, anyway, so yes, Festivus has some uh, some standing in the world before this. Um. Yeah. See, you can't. You can't go wrong with Elaine. Look at her. Look at her. I know. What was his problem? I don't know. She had, she had that big curly hair thing. I like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So now he's talking to Frank Costanza. Frank Costanza, played by Jerry Stiller. Um, 
again, this is, you know, he, he did a lot of stuff before this. He's done a lot of stuff since then. But honestly, this is, he is, Fra- he is Frank. Costanza. Yeah, he is Frank. Even when he was on King of Queens, he was Frank. Yeah, he's exactly. the same guy. Um, he mentions the date that he came up with with Festivus, and it turns uh, out Festivus for the rest of us. <laughs> that, the, the, that that was the day that the guy, um, the guy, the guy whose dad created Festivus, it was the day that his parents met. So they used mm. that that specific date in there. Mm. Um, so yeah, this was the final Christmas episode of uh, of Seinfeld. Of course, they had the red dot, the pick, and the face. Um, yeah, so uh, so lots of uh, you know. Of course, we remember the one where with the, I think the nip as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, other fi- so they, some of the stuff they listened to included Billy Joel's greatest <laughs> hits on Festivus. Uh, on Festivus, everyone's allowed to lick their plates, talk with their mouths full, and swear. I find tinsel distracting, he says. <laughs> That's why he has the aluminum pole instead of a tree. That's it right. It requires no decorations because the tinsel distracts him. And you don't have to worry about your cats eating the tinsel. That or the is squirrel. True. Or, or the squirrel. squirrel. Indeed. Oh, my God. I can't imagine. <laughs> exactly. So, um, you know, in 2005, a Wisconsin company started manufacturing Festivus poles. Matt's. Yep, Festivus poles. Festivuspoles.com. You, sir, have been holding out on us. <clears throat> yeah, so uh, uh, now the two faces looking good. They actually at one point had talked about using a different actress to play ugly Gwen, but then they decided that that would be too confusing because <laughs> people would think it was a different... Uh, people would think, ah, she's too different. I think she looks fairly different even in these scenes. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't right. paying enough attention to her where I saw her the first time. So, so we're back at Monks. Uh, we got Jerry and George doing their usual talking, talking about lenticular printing on 3D baseball cards and how they look different from different angles. He's trying to explain the, the two face phenomena. We see the stockings hung at the cash counter, so we know it's Christmas. Yeah. For some. For some. That's the pole. (laughs) (laughs) Happy Festivus. Mm. At one point, George was actually supposed to be talking about how the human fund was pure profit. You give nothing and you still get. This is what I'm trying to teach you. The human fund (laughs) is the fake charity that that, uh, that George had come up with for work. There have been times that I have put the donations been made in your name to the human fund in Christmas cards. Very nice. Oh. Very nice. <laughs> I, I, you know, and my one of my favorite lines came earlier in this when uh, when they talked about Festivus and uh, and how f- this was what Frank had come up with, and uh, and Kramer says that he, that Frank he's so prolific. <laughs> <laughs> and George is running out because he despises Festivus. That's not good. Ooh. Well, it was a humiliating thing for him. No, he was weak. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't need glasses. Exactly. 
and uh, <laughs> see, Gwen's looking good there. Okay, Festivus, yes. Bagels, bagels no. 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 Okay. no bagel, no bagel, no bagel, no bagel. Hey, no bagel, no bagel, no bagel, no bagel, no bagel. It's funny. So, so <laughs> Elaine seems to be waiting for the call to come to the bagel place now. See? Mm-hmm. You mess with a kid in the hall. I sabotaged the bagel machine. (laughs) 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 Look at Kramer. He's still on strike. Poor Kramer. Will he ever win? Every day. Why is he on strike? I missed that Because they weren't, uh, they were denying his right to celebrate a new holiday. Oh, I see. That seems, that seems the same. So, uh, so George w- uh, was at this point working for for the Kru- for the Kruger Kruger Industrial Smoothing. Right, 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 right. Which, of course, is the job that he obvious. took after he left the Yankees. Yeah. So he's going home. And again, Gwen looking good. Well, that's because Jer- she's in the back booth. Yeah, Jerry's. Mm. Yes, that's right. That's the perfect light. That's why they can't sit where they usually sit. And that's why she's complaining that they keep coming to the damn coffee shop. <laughs> and George is right in there with the soup. Free soup. <laughs> um, the his little uh, reference to Paco there was actually an improvised bit. Hmm. Um, so the company donated twenty thousand dollars to his fake charity. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, basically, because they're looking at it as a tax write-off. But at some right. point, isn't the IRS going to have it more together with that? And of course, in the fourth season, he actually tried a different charity with the old, when he did the handicap spot and the old man. He tried doing oh, fake yeah. charity stuff. Yeah, so this is nothing new for this character. <laughs> They're relying on some old George tropes. Oh, look at look at Elaine now. She's looking rough because it's all steamy in there. Yamahama is <laughs> fright night. <laughs> Scraggly like a, mu- a muskrat and moist and squiddy were two words were two phrases that they had considered using in this scene. But then the Yamahama thing came up and yeah, they were done. <laughs> and look how good Gwen looks. No bagel, no bagel, no bagel, no bagel. She also appeared in episodes of Parker Lewis Can't Lose mm. and Chicago Hope, as well as Early Edition. Mm. So there you go. This isn't her only appearance <laughs> in two different ways. Although it probably killed her career because they were like, yeah, you got to be really careful how you light that chick. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Kevin's back. Yeah, of course. He's been in a whole bunch of shows as well, um, including, uh, according to Jim, Corner Gas and Ellen. Oh, yeah, Corner Gas. Corner Gas, that's right. Um, uh, And he's also done a lot of voiceover work. (laughs) He's going to give her a fake number now? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yamaha. The Zari Brothers moving in storage. Emperor. 
And they, of course, actually in the episode (laughs) The Couch, um, where they were supposed to be moving her couch, that was the same moving company. Uh-oh. George's been caught. Yeah, this is not good. Uh-oh. Oh, busted. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. It's not good. You know, that's the trouble that happens. Mm. Uh, you know, I always found, you know, I mean, I found that uh, the, this was not my favorite George Boss. No. Um, I, and I think that's because some of the best stuff was when he was with the Yankees. So it was when he was dealing with Steinbrenner or uh, what was the Steinbrenner substitute that they used a lot? Uh, Mr. W- is it not Mr. Is it Wilhelm? Wilhelm. That was it. Yes. Yeah. Named for the scream. Named for the scream. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, um, yeah. So that was kind of my favorite era of, of George's boss. This this yeah. never this never really worked for me. You can never go wrong with Larry David as as Steinbrenner. Oh my God! Oh. So good, so good. All right, so here we are at the Costanzas' home, um, and of course, uh, you know he's he's invited Kruger with him, and um, and they're gonna they're gonna sit down to enjoy themselves at, around the festival's table and yeah she's not looking good of course tuesday december 23rd so very i close. still don't understand why everybody's ripping on uh, elaine's hair she still looks pretty cute she was in the she was in the stevie bagel shop for well yeah i know hours. but it, it, i don't it's not her best look yeah I mean, yeah, she she kind of makes it work. But, yeah. The first Festivus miracle. <laughs> yes. Festivus, oh, there we go. Mama Steinfeld. Mama uh, Mrs. Potato Head. Yep. Yes, that's right. That's right. Uh, uh, and of course, um, uh, in the in the episode, the Slicer, Kramer had met Kruger. He was proposing mm-hmm. as Doctor Van Nostrand <laughs> from the clinic. That's right, from the clinic, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the airing of the grievances. Yeah. So, so My already George is... Re- company <laughs> already George is regretting bringing his boss to Festivus dinner. Uh, yes. He lost. When Frank loses his training of thought, it was thought to be a blooper that was used in the show, but uh, uh. Jerry still was actually saying the line as scripted. In fact, at one point, it was supposed to end with him saying, Happy Festivus, Georgie, but this is going to hurt you more than... I lost my train of thought. Ah. And, uh, oh, oh, so so Gwen thinks that Elaine is the ugly girl that she's been hearing so much about. Ah! <laughs> and their light's wrong out there, and <laughs> boom, done. <laughs> Dude in the middle is the creepiest guy ever, still. There is no doubt there. <laughs> All right, so uh, so George is still looking very meek because Festivus never goes well for George. No. Uh, and and here's where there was a little blooper. There were several bloopers during the filming of this scene. See who goofed? Oh, never mind. I'm not going to tell you that, that part. But apparently, this scene was tough for them to put together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh. Thank you, Cougar. 
Kruger's got the flask. Yep. Boss is getting tanked. Oh, and now come the feats of strength. Until you pin me, Festivus is not over. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds disastrous. Stop crying and fight your father. <laughs> I gotta start this. This is awesome. <laughs> <coughs> yeah. Oh, Kramer's back at work. Strikes over. Chewing well, gum. Because you really had to use the bathroom. Oh. Oh no. Man. Yeah, that's not. Right, that is nasty. That's not gonna. Yeah, that 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 can't, that won't end well. It's fine. <laughs> Go, he's got it. See, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> there we go. That I wow. think is the longest Kramer ever held a job in the history of the series. Yeah, <laughs> and, and of course, they all live in Manhattan, I'm assuming. Yes, yes. in huge, expansive apartments. So, we all know how realistic that is. Yeah. Okay, well, their, well apartments, their apartments are actually not that big. Yeah, they're not that big for. Is, but but Jerry, they still are bigger than they actually are. Jerry's a comedian. Yeah. Oh, so he's just playing him, basically. Yeah, and yeah. Okay. Kramer is actually Kramer is subletting the apartment. Yes, and he's right. subletting the apartment from Paul Reiser from Mad About You. Oh my God. Oh, okay. They did like a crossover where where. Uh, Paul Reiser had been holding on to the apartment for years and he was and uh, and Helen Hunt was like, no, you got to give it up. You got to give it up. So he finally goes over there. And of course, it turns out to be Kramer. Oh, that's awesome. Because they were both <laughs> uh, they were, of course, airing, both airing on the same night. Oh, yeah. I used to love that about you. So so that was the little crossover they did. So there's an episode where where he where he gets heat about uh, his. Um, keeping his bachelor apartment it's like what you're looking for a way out and uh so he goes there and it turns out the guy he's subletting to is kramer <laughs> that's awesome yeah and did uh, they cross up with uh, friends as well yep the the blackout episode yeah yeah well they, they so so the blackout thing was basically something that they ran through all of the episodes so i think right. it was, i think it started on um Started on Friends, I believe. Did it? Yeah, because they were at eight o'clock. Yeah. No, I was just thinking that there was a character or something that. Oh, Phoebe's well, sister. Phoebe, yeah, because Phoebe's uh, the Lisa Kudrow played Ursula, who was the vapid waitress on Mad About You. Yeah, then, yeah. Then she it. got the gig on Friends, and they thought, hey, wouldn't it be kind of fun to make it that she was her sister? Yeah. And uh, and so because one of the writers had also worked on Mad About You, and so it was like, yeah, let's do that. So she makes a, a, a remark in an early episode about how her sister is this driven career woman. You know, she's a waitress. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and so then they did the blackout episode, and they actually have Helen Hunt and uh, what's her face come into the coffee shop at the beginning, and uh, they see they see. Um, Phoebe and they're talking to her thinking that she's Ursula and she of course acts like she doesn't know them and that's nothing different to them so uh, so <laughs> they had that crossover but yeah there was a whole thing where there was like the blackout and uh, and so all of the shows that ran that night had the blackout thing and that was oh, the one where cool. Chandler got stuck in with uh, uh, now Seinfeld I don't think 
I don't believe Seinfeld participated. Yeah. But 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 all the others, so Jerk. it was like Mad About You and uh and I can't remember what followed uh um Friends at the time because that was the first season, so Yeah. Single Guy was second season, so um but but yeah, so they used to every now and then do these little stunts that would sort of at least have a a um recurrent theme across the uh, Thursday night shows and uh, it was when they could get away with it yeah you know? um, so yeah the NBC blackout Thursday so three of the four sitcoms on prime time so we've got mad about you we've got friends um, see I, I have to know now <laughs> I must know. I must know. Um, Fuse lit. All right, here we go. So, so of course, uh, so it was November 3rd, 1994. NBC's Thursday night lineup featured Blackout Thursday, where three of four sitcoms on primetime had a storyline involving a power outage, starting with the Mad About You episode Pandora's Box, where Jamie... Buckman accidentally causes the blackout while trying to steal cable. That's right. So she started it. And then, of course, it was the episode where Chandler is trapped in an ATM vestibule with uh, Jill, Jill Goodacre. Um, then Seinfeld ran their episode. It was the episode The Gymnast. No blackout. Because they're like, yeah, we're not playing your games. And, mm-hmm. uh, and it ended with Madman of the People with... Um, with uh, birthday in the big house, Madman of the People. What on earth is that? Wow, it was I barely oh, remember that one. Dabney Coleman. Yeah, it was wow. Dabney Coleman's yeah. uh, sitcom with uh, um, Conchetta Tomai. Who? Uh, wow, wow. So he was Jack Madman Buckner, an outspoken newspaper columnist who had written a popular column called Madman of the People in Your Times magazine for 30 years. The premise of the show involved his, do- his daughter, Meg, played by Cynthia Gibb, from fame. Uh-huh. Being brought by... How was that, Darren? Was that good? That was yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. I'm impressed. Uh, <laughs> being brought in by the publisher to bring Buckner's column into the 1990s and uh yeah so conchetta tomai was in it amy aquino craig birko um (laughs) and it ran for one season 18 episodes don't count on seeing the rerun of their blackout episode anytime soon no (laughs) yeah i I wouldn't think so i don't remember that at all no i yeah i had to i had to go through the link to to see what the hell it was <laughs> so what the go. hell were you show see i remember vividly what what the thursday night lineup was after that but at that time not at all but it was mm-hmm. must see tv paul yeah apparently but that was the genesis of must see tv it was much. yeah absolutely but the um the um because of course this was just after like cheers had just ended so they had a yeah. big gap to fill on Thursday nights. And um, and I think I just wasn't watching as much stuff at the time because uh, I was working a lot of nights at the time. But but then it, it ended up that I was always working Friday morning. So so the next year, my Thursday nights were, you know, so it was it was Seinfeld, followed oh. by the single guy, followed by Caroline in the city, followed by E.R. 
the that, single guy. Yeah, yeah uh, Jonathan, Jonathan Silverman. Superman, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With Ernest Borgnine as his doorman. Yep, yep. Yeah. There's one there's one favorite episode that I watch every now and then that I I have on tape where where uh he pretends to uh th- where Ernest Borgnine pretends to be JD Salinger. Yep. Ah. Is perhaps one of the And best. why wouldn't you? Yeah. Well, it it tied into a whole thing, but yeah. So, anyway, uh so that's my second Yeah, episode. I was never a huge fan of Paul Reiser, but I did like Helen Hunt. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's so uh, As Kramer would say, giddy up. Giddy up. Yeah. On the show, too. That's true, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. As the dog walker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it wasn't he. Was he married to Helen Hunt? He was married to her for a while. I think they broke up shortly after Mad About You ended. Yeah. And, um, yeah, when she got into the whole movie thing. Yeah. Yeah, for a while there, my Thursday night was, was Mad About You, Friends. And yeah. then karaoke, so... There you go. <laughs> I skipped out on Seinfeld most of the time. Yeah, but until now. Until now. Indeed. I don't know. I must have watched Seinfeld at some point because I knew who everybody was and yeah. I could follow I along I think it's pretty it, much impossible to not at least know who the characters are. Yeah. yeah. And then there's me. Uh, except for Darren. <laughs> but honestly, the, the, mo- most of that episode that we, we just watched was just a little inside baseball for me. I, just, I was just listening to you guys going, I don't, I don't even know what they're talking about. Yeah, there's yeah. A, there's, it was the last season. There was a lot of stuff where they were like bringing other references in and uh, mm-hmm. kind of treading a lot of old ground. Um, yeah. To be fair, the with the except, you know, with the exception of maybe that episode, maybe another one or two. I don't know. To to me, um, you know, that last season was was pretty rough. I mean, once See, Larry once Larry David ended, it left. It wasn't as strong. I really yeah. enjoyed the last season just because it was so far out there. Yeah, yeah. Like the the episode that immediately follows the strike, where they go to the car dealership and they have the candy bar lineup. Oh yeah! High five. That's Grease Monkey. Yeah, um, yeah, because it's, well, it's a putty episode. Of course, it's going to be yeah. great. Um, but but yeah, I, I the find Puerto that... Rican Pride Parade, which was ban- which was only aired w- w- once and then didn't air again for another like five ten years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know it, it was, and and I think that's David Mandel's influence coming in there because. He he had that real absurdist nature because he you know he he's a guy who came from uh, from doing a lot of SNL sketches and and uh, and he did this and of course uh, one of his one of his first episodes that he did and this applies to us uh, in, in a special way is he did the Bizarro episode oh that, yeah right and uh, and so, and that so that gave him immediate nerd cred. And uh, and so he he did a lot of stuff like that, and then of course he he would do the uh, the the ridiculously short lived uh, Clerks uh, cartoon series. Oh, that was Six good. It, it, yeah, well, two episodes that aired. Right. Um, right. But but they released the whole thing on DVD, and it's and and you know when it's you so watch, but when you watch those, and then you you watch some of this this last couple of seasons of Seinfeld, you realize. That, that that absurd absurdist nature was well on display. Yeah. But but I still And also the self referencing humor. 
Yeah, you're totally. like referencing things that happened earlier in the season. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. That, that's that's you know that's him to a T. And uh, and though I though I miss Larry David because to me that that sort of the sarcastic the the dark thing that that Larry is was was a big part of the show and and I, and I really missed that at this point. But uh, but the the absurdity of it kind of kind of gave it a different edge. Gotcha. Anyway. So next week on Seinfeld cast. Oh my <laughs> I was just getting thirsty listening to you. More eggnog, please. More eggnog. Fair enough. All right. Anyway, to all of our listeners, uh, a very happy Festivus. Indeed. Merry Christmas, a merry what, uh, happy whatever it is that you celebrate. And may you um, be able to wrestle whatever you need to wrestle and emerge triumphant. Indeed. Air the grievances. <laughs> Including a squirrel. Including a squirrel, yes. And uh, and now I'm just trying to do the math. We'll have another episode before the year ends, so we won't say True. Happy New Year just yet. But but a happy, uh, you know, a happy yeah, next week we can do that. You have the exactly. sparkling champagne ready. Is it chilling yet? Oh, of course. The champagne. The champagne. Indeed. I got Indeed. ripple. Because I've been watching me some Sanford and Son reruns. Oh, yeah. Listen, he is sucker. I'm coming, Elizabeth. I'm coming. All right. So let's wrap this one up then. Comments, as always, are welcome at Legion of Substitute Podcasters at gmail.com. You can join in the conversation on our Facebook page, which is found at facebook.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. Uh, we are on the Twitter. We are LOSP Podcast. In addition to all these things, you can head over to our website, legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com, and you can comment on this or any episode. And with that, we make our way back into the time bubble and head back to the 21st century, and we will see you all next week. Beware the Krampus. 